What's Your Position podcast may contain adult themes, sexual discussions, and strong language. We want everyone to be educated, but we are intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Live from WIP Studios in Huntington Beach, California, this is What's Your Position? On today's show, we talk about IUDs. Seems to me only the intelligent people are choosing not to reproduce. And now your host, Ashley Weller. Welcome, fellow humans, to another episode of What's Your Position? We are going to talk about IUDs today because yours truly just got one. What was that from? That was good. It was Sir Kenneth Branagh from some movie. Hold on, let me look it up. <laughs> I knew it was something I never heard of. It does seem that in at the how individual- to kill your neighbor's dog in two thousand. How to kill your neighbor's dog. I don't know. I uh, typed in IUD movie quotes and that, that one came up appropriate. Okay. All right. Like it works. It. I like it. It does. It does seem that the individuals who are not reproducing are the smart ones. Uh, that's just because so many people reproduce. And so you kind of get a wide swath of humans who have babies. But yeah, um, I got an IUD on Friday. <clears throat> Second so, one. Oh, you got replaced. I got it. I got the old one taken out. Right. And the new one put in. Same day. Same. Same. We'll get into it. But. We will. Oh, okay. Because what I thought you told me, you were getting it taken out. And I never heard the replacement part. You know, I, well, oh. all right. So oh, okay. I was going to get it taken out and leave it out. And I was going to go off birth control. Okay. So I'm not wrong. Okay. You're not wrong. Okay. But we'll get into it. Okay. I, I'll we'll get into it. Anyway. Sorry. It's Spoiler fine. Alert. It's fine. Spoiler alert. Uh, we're going to talk about IUDs. We're also going to talk a little bit about um, other forms of birth control. And then I asked the WYP fandom. Which we have, by the way. We have fans. We've got to figure out a clever name for the fans. like uh... Humans. Sexy humans. I don't know. We do. we got to think of a mashup. I'm trying, to think of band, like, I'm trying to think of the bands that have clever fans. I know. Like Lady Gaga has monsters. There you go. I'm, yeah. That's what I was trying to think of. We, we'll think of one. Uh, maybe we can call them sperm. I don't know. My little... I kinda, what about the ovaries? <laughs> My little eggs and semen. <laughs> If you have a good idea for a name of, of, of what's your position fans, let me know. Um, we also got a message on the Google on the phone. Oh. I'm going to play. It? I do. Oh. I think I'm going to play it for you at break and, okay. and we're going to decide if we're going to play it. Oh. I'm a little concerned. Well, you're not supposed to listen to it. We're supposed to listen to it. I didn't listen. Oh. It was transcribed. And the first sentence, I was like, oh, God. So I think I may want you to listen to it. And then we can decide if okay. we want to play Because I need to figure it. out how to play it through the podcast, yep. too. Yeah, but we got our first one. Okay. Oh, man, I'm nervous. <laughs> so IUGs, huh? Uh, I asked the WYP fandom uh, what form of birth control they use and the responses are hilarious because of course they are my husband says anal <laughs> stupid <laughs> but i do love that he it's responded um my friend krista has an iud she says she will literally keep getting it even if her husband gets a vasectomy which is the same boat that i'm in pull out <laughs> what someone else said and then they wrote jk i don't get laid I have really funny friends. And then another one of my friends says, pull and pray. Uh, that is not a great form of birth control, just so everyone's aware. Especially the pray part. God damn it. <laughs> Can you stop with the pull and the pray? Like, don't do that. Just take birth control or use a condom. If you don't want to have hormones or you can get a copper IUD. If you don't want to use the hormonal IUD, you can get a diaphragm which is also a great form of a birth control. You can use spermicide, which kills the little fuckers. But the pull-out method is not awesome, um, and it doesn't work very well. Uh, we also had some horror stories. I asked the uh, What's Your Position listeners if they had any birth control horror stories, and one person said... I took birth control pills for 13 years and just found out that my uterine lining is no longer there because of it. So Ouch. that means that she can't get pregnant because you need the uterine lining 
for the egg and the sperm that get fertilized to latch onto. It's like a little baby bed with like... Science can help her though, right? Science can help, but not if she doesn't have a uterine lining because that's where the egg... She can have somebody else carry her baby. Oh, it's not like a Liz Corey situation. Not a Liz Corey situation. Ah, It it just, it doesn't... If you can't latch onto something, you don't get to grow a baby. And the uterine lining has to build over the course of your menstrual cycle so that the egg can land softly into the uterine lining and be safe in there. And if there's no uterine lining, you're not safe. Um, I had another individual send me a message. <laughs> really fucking good. It's real good. Uh, about her IUD story. So I'm going to read her IUD story. Um, Do you want some music behind this? I would love some music behind this. Uh, <laughs> she's a, a really good writer. She's one of my book club friends. Um, and, and I might laugh when I read this, so I'm going to do my best. So <clears throat> It's called Take the Plunge. Oh, that's actually a great, <laughs> a great. Okay, so this is going to set up my story really perfectly, okay? All right. Got my first Mirena. Insertion sucked, but it was textbook. Quick and easy. Lots of cramping for a few days and then mild discomfort for about a week. Nothing Advil and a heating pad couldn't handle. Had it for five years. Love that bitch. A few annoying side effects like hair thinning, periodic cramping, some spotting, um, ovarian cysts, which could have been the Mirena or just my body. But overall, not too bad. Nothing like the pill. And I trust it. My husband has been... (laughs) My husband has been splooging into me nonstop for seven years now seven years now with no pregnancies so that's cool (laughs) but then i went to get it replaced the doctor said that she could see the strings but they were a little short now i've never had babies so my cervix is clamped shut pretty tight both insertions they gave me misoprostol which is actually the drug that they give people um, who want to have a medically induced abortion. It actually opens your cervix for you Um, so people who haven't had a baby their cervix is a little like more tight than people who have had a baby whose cervix has opened 10 centimeters to push a human out of it. So they gave me Miss Prostol to help soften the cervix, and I think that may have helped. She went in there with the little tweezer things, and nothing happened. It, it just wouldn't come out. So she's pulling and clamping and digging around and trying to be as gentle as possible, but, like, none of that is gentle. <laughs> so long story short, I'm there for 30 minutes writhing on the table and this is at the height of covid so i'm in a mask and it's just her and my husband's not allowed inside and i'd like to think i have a very high pain tolerance but not only is she manipulating the shit out of my cervix which is a sensitive little lady but then every time she tries to give a good tug on the marina i feel like my uterus is gonna come out with it i felt like every time she pulled i could just feel it tugging on the walls of my uterus and I was like oh my god is this shit embedded she wasn't sure (laughs) she wasn't sure but said if I was okay with it she was gonna give it a few more tries before they had to do an ultrasound and put me under to remove it so I nutted up and she gave it one last good yank and I swear to this day I felt it rip but it came out and she was super triumphant dangling the IUD in front of me. And that sucker looked pristine, barely a drop of blood on it for being so damn dramatic. She paused and asked if I definitely wanted a new one after that experience. And I said, do it before I have time to change my mind. So the insertion felt like nothing in comparison. And I just breathed through one big cramp you usually feel when the little arms open up. Then I hobbled out and called my husband to come and get me because there was no way I was driving after that. I was laid up for a few good days, but my stepdaughter made impossibly chocolatey brownies and brought them to me, so that helped. I was surprised after the fact how weirdly vulnerable and emotionally violated I felt. Like I legit had trauma and I feel fine about it now and I'm but I'm definitely not looking forward to the removal of this one I probably won't ever do it again um, and I'm hoping my husband can get the old snip by the time this one expires she left the strings nice and long so hopefully this one is easier to fish out but I'm pretty convinced the old one had burrowed its way into my uterine lining (laughs) anyways that's fun both of my morenas have been nicknamed t-pain by the way very good writer oh god she is it was a question great. i hope i did her justice that was good very god. good get it out of me before i change my mind <laughs> she wrote it in good. all caps that was good uh <laughs> question uh strings what's i will explain okay but first 
I have a statistic. Oh, okay. So I wanted, uh, but first. But wait. Uh, stat of the day? Stat of the day. Okay. Ooh. It's my what? That's right. Ooh. It's my stat of the day. So 65% of women use some form of birth control. And when I when I say birth control, I'm talking pull out to tube side, right? We're talking condoms, we're talking pills, we're talking hormones, we're talking non-hormones. I'm talking every possible way that you can prevent pregnancy. 65% of women use birth control in 2019. That was the statistic, okay? Woo! That's what I'm saying. I wish it was more. And actually, 90% of women will use some form of birth control in their lifetime. Awesome. They don't necessarily use it all the time, but at least 90% will use it at average. some point. I like it, right? Yep. What is the most commonly used form of birth control? This is going to blow your fucking mind. This I, I couldn't believe this. I'm going to say the pullout method. Okay. That's your answer. Yeah. Final answer. Well, I'm guessing it's not right, but yeah. Is that your final answer? Yeah, that's my okay. final answer. I think I'm going to give the stat now because it's so okay. fucking interesting. It's actually female sterilization. Oh. I know. Yeah. Tubes tied. That's what it means. Oh. No, I'm sorry. My sh- brain was going to like religion. No. Getting your tubes <laughs> tied is the most oh, okay. commonly used form of birth control. Huh. I know. Huh. I- literally blew my fucking mind um almost 20 percent and that's permanent right is it it's i mo- mean it's more permanent we know than a someone we know someone who had her tubes tied and got them undone she's your sister oh she did yeah oh i didn't know that and the guy got, oh, i guess i did know that you now did. think about it okay it can be undone right it it shouldn't probably be undone but it can be um vasectomies are way way easier to reverse than tubal ligations but 18 percent of people using birth control right now are using female well they call it sterilization it does sound very scary and sad but it's just tubal ligations uh next most common is oral contraceptives so the birth control pill plan b yep plan b uh the next most common is long acting reversible contraceptives like my IUD or the uh, Im- Nexplanon, which is an implant that goes into your arm. It's like the size of a matchstick. Why is it going to your arm? Um, I don't know. That Ashley doesn't know. An, a I have no idea. Okay. Well, I, I hope to know that answer by the next sure. episode. I can actually look it up for you right now. I mean, we're talking about it. Yeah, let's figure I mean, it out. I mean, or I'm the producer. I Why guess maybe I should. Why does Nexplanon we do have supercomputers next to us. go in your arm and yes. not your... Vagina. From now on, if I have a question and you don't know the answer to, <laughs> I get like dollar fifty. <laughs> I don't. It doesn't even say why. Does it matter? Oh, it, because it's less painful. That's what it says. But it can still. It just gets into your bloodstream. The particular location of the implant is important for the following reasons: it's less painful. It has less chance of failure. Um, it's safe safety assurance um protects it from moving around because there's fibrous tissues in your arm that naturally hold it in place uh it's it's not near any major nerves or blood vessels so there's less risk and it's less difficult to remove that's why okay but i guess it it still works there yeah it just has to get in the bloodstream Basically? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same like with oral contraceptives. I mean, you swallow them; they have to yeah, go through it's your just entire hormones into you. Yeah, right? it's just basically putting them where they. Weird though. Mm-hmm. Huh. I know, right? So getting an IUD, but what? you chose up the hoo-ha instead of the arm. And I will tell you why. Okay. Right now, right the fuck now. Okay. Because Nexplanon has so many side effects. And that's the one that's in the that's arm. That's the one in your arm. Yeah. Okay. So. I have had numerous friends, and so does the IUD. Like, mm-hmm. it has just as many side effects. Just but a bunch of trade-offs. Yeah. yeah. Women that I know that are in my age bracket, right? Mm-hmm. Not young people. Because I know a lot of college students who get the next one on, which is genius because it's 10 years. So if you're 18 years old, put that fucker in there. Like, come on. 
You don't have to worry about getting pregnant for 10 years. Holy shit. You don't have to think about anything. You don't have to take a pill every day. Well, STIs. I mean, think about those STIs. I mean, I mean, as far as pregnancy is concerned, yeah. you don't have to think about taking a pill. Yeah. That's the hard part for a lot of people. We'll get to the SEI pill eventually. Oh, don't God. worry about it. They actually are working on one. Well, Chlamydia go. and gonorrhea. They're working on... Let's do it, science. I know, science. Come on. But a lot of my friends who were in their 30s that got the next one on said that they started growing facial hair. <laughs> he almost spit out his white And I'm good. And they also gained a lot of weight, which I did on birth control pill. Yeah, I've heard that from that too, though. Uh, but I was on the Nuvering for 15 years, and I loved it. I loved the only thing I didn't love was that I got migraines. But I have I get migraines when I have my period, anyways. So mm -hmm. they just didn't go away. Now, a little history about my IUD. I got my IUD in November of 2016. Do you remember what happened in November of 2016? Uh, A giant oh, douchebag. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. right. And I was terrified that they were going to come and take away gotcha. my birth control method. And I'm I was having a difficult time getting my birth control filled. Um, it was the stupidest thing. I was having a really difficult time getting it filled in they usually would give you three months at a time of the, the Nuvering. And I would call my pharmacy and my doctor would forget to call it in. And then they were like, oh, you have to go in and get an exam. And I'm like, I've already gotten my exam. I should have this for two years. I'm in my 30s. Like, why? What the fuck? I was having a hard time getting it filled. And then a week would go by and I wouldn't have it. And that's really I'm and it's not like I was searching for drugs. I wasn't trying to get fucking Vicodin. I'm trying to not have a baby. That probably would have been easier to get. Yeah. I actually <laughs> yelled at the pharmacist at one point. I was like, I'm just trying to fuck my husband. Like, literally. I'm Guys, just trying to fuck Ashley my just husband. likes to fuck. I just want to have sex with my All husband. Right, put that as a t-shirt. Ashley just likes <laughs> please, to fuck. Please start writing these down for the love of God. I just want to fuck my husband and not get pregnant. And I was so angry. And then douchebag got elected. And I was like, there's no way. There's no way I am going to put my fertility in the hands of that fucking Cheeto. So... I got an IUD because it was seven years and I figured it would outlast him. <laughs> Joke's on me because <laughs> they're coming for our IUDs again. So there are now states that are saying they're going to remove IUDs as part of birth control options, which fucking blows my mind. Wait, wait, wait. Mm -hmm. So if you already have one, you have to go in and take, get it? No. Oh, okay. If you have one, you're fine, but they won't be offering them anymore. Right. So what I, what the procedure that I got was completely free, right? I went and I got my, my women's wellness exam, um, basically my pap smear. And I also got my IUD taken out and I also got a new one put in. Um, but there are states with the new trigger laws that are going into effect because of the whole Supreme Court debate over Roe versus Wade. By the way, there is an amazing episode about three, four back that you should go listen to about. It's called Fuck Your Face. And it is a really good explanation about what's happening with Roe versus Wade. Uh, but I was so concerned about making sure that I had an IUD the entire time that I was, that he was president. And I wanted to ensure that I wasn't going to get pregnant. And I don't like the hormonal birth control pill. I'm not a fan. Um, I've taken every different kind. I took the one that has a class action lawsuit against it because it gave people ovarian cysts, which I now have. Um, I took one that turned me into a giant bitch. I took one that made me gain weight. It was very difficult to take. Like you had to keep it in your purse if you were going to go somewhere, if you're going to take it at the same time every day. It's just it was annoying. So I got the NuvaRing for 15 years. Loved it. Cheeto got elected and I was like, let me get something more permanent. So that's why I decided to get an IUD. So when I went and got the IUD, um, the doctor that I went to was not nice and I had never met her before and she was rude and it hurt really fucking bad. It really, 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 really hurt. It. She sticks... She stick the, the, it's like long scissors. I posted some pictures of whatever all the instruments looked like um, on the What's Your Position podcast Instagram page so you guys could see. But they basically have to stick this straw in you and then the straw has the IUD already in it and she just pushes it kind of like a plunger into your cervix and the little arms open up and you feel it. 
and there's no medicine. They don't give you anything for the pain, nothing. And she was up in there and she pushed it up and she's like, wow, your cervix is really tight. I was like, thank you, I guess. And I was crying. Kevin was with me. I was crying. It hurt super bad. It, it felt like somebody had a knife in my uterus and I laid there for a little while afterwards and I was I bled for like three days. I was cramping for three days. It was awful. It was a horrifying experience. But I didn't have a period for seven years. And my IUD really did outlast the Cheeto, hopefully. Um, the only issue I had was that I got ovarian cysts from Yaz and the IUD actually makes them worse. So I had two ovarian cysts rupture in the seven years that I had my first IUD. The second time an ovarian cyst ruptured, it ruptured on the right side. The first one was on the left side. The second one was on the right side. And I actually thought my appendix was rupturing. So I drove myself to the emergency room. I almost passed out on the fucking freeway. I was in so much pain. I literally was driving hunched over and black started to come into my vision from how much pain I was in from this rupture of this cyst. And I got to the emergency room and my friend Amanda met me there because we were supposed to go to Disneyland that day. And I was like, I can't go to Disneyland. I'm dying. And so I went to the emergency room and the doctor like palpitated my side. And I was like, I think my appendix is rupturing. And she's like, okay. And she pushed on it and it mimicked an appendix rupturing. And she's like, I'm going to do an MRI really quickly just to check. And she did the MRI and she comes back and she goes, good news. Your appendix is lovely, but you just had an ovarian cyst the size of a nickel rupture on the right side, which looks a lot like and mimics a lot of, of appendicitis. So you're not wrong for coming in. Um, and they gave me a morphine for the first time in my life. I was in so much pain. Oh my God. She was like, we're going to give you morphine. She gave me an IV drip of morphine. And the moment it hit my veins, I wanted it out of me. I was like, well, how long? I, I almost vomited. I was like, how long does this last? And she's like, oh, that's going to be a few hours. And I'm like, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. My whole body went cold. I will never, I can't do opiates. I fucking, I just can't. Like they make me nauseous and I'm a weakling apparently, but I don't care. I don't like them. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was a horrible experience to get the first one in. And I was putting it off for as long as I could to get it out and get a new one in because I knew I wanted another one. I knew that this was the way I wanted to go. I knew that getting an IUD was how I wanted to do this. And I canceled this appointment three times in the last six months. Um, and I, I finally was like, no, I'm doing it. I'm getting it done. I'm going to just nut up and just fucking canceled it. Cause you were not scared. looking forward to it. Okay. I was scared. Okay. I was real scared. I, I don't like pain. I'm not real good with it. And, uh, and then I just, and then I thought, I thought about maybe not being on birth control cause I've been on it since I was 16 years old. So I've been on birth control for more of my life than I haven't. And I read a book about, what birth control does to you and what it does to your body and what it does to your brain. And I thought to myself, do I even know myself? Do I even know who I am? Like, because I've been on this hormone my whole life and I don't even know, like I've never had a real period ever. I've never had an actual period. Me either. Woo. Hey, sweet. So I, I debated between taking it out and leaving it out or getting a new one put back in. Um, but I really like not having a period. And I'm an adult Ditto. and I can make those choices and I've made that choice and I, and I got another one put in. So um, what I want to do is tell the story of, of getting this taken out and put back in. Um, and I think, I think what we should do is take a break. And then when I, when we come back, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go into to great detail on, on what happened. And poor Kevin, he came with me. I made him go in the room with me. <laughs> and he had to be there for the whole exam, from the pap to the smear to the breast exam. Uh, and he did so well and, and, and talked to the doctor the entire time. And I was very proud of him. Um, but yeah, when we come back, I I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into some, some pretty specific details about getting an IUD taken out and put back in. Also, go check out What's Your Position podcast on Instagram because I did post a bunch of photos of what it looks like. Not the gross ones. The, it was all pre-procedure. <laughs> I did not post a picture I of my check IUD. Them out. They're, yeah, they're safe. They're safe. They're there's safe. no blood. There's nothing gross. It's just the instruments that they use and then me in a mask and a gown. Uh, <laughs> go check those out and then we'll be right back. Now 
Want to get something off your chest? Have a burning sex question? Call now for a chance to be live on air with What's Your Position? 513-6969-SEX. That's 513-6969-739. We will answer your questions, hear your comments, and play you live on air. Call us soon. What's your position? Sexy moment in TV and movie history. I want to shower and get out of this suit. Don't you want your surprise? Do I look like a patient burn victim? I got one for you, too. Happy anniversary, baby. Open, 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 open. It's a skee-ball token. Our first date. Yep. That's genuine, high-grade lead. Open yours. Oh, well, that's that's just the most beautiful thing that I've. I don't know what this is. My IUD. A bomb? No, Dick. For brains, my birth control device. What you mean? Your baby factory is open for business. Oh my God! Oh my God! I want a, I want a, I want a boy or a little girl. Definitely one or the other. Oh, and I want our kid to have only one name. Like Cher or Todd. You gotta pump a baby in me first, cowboy. Yes, I do. Let's watch some porn and show that Beto's boss. Let's do that. Bravo. Well done. Well done. It was one of the quotes I was gonna do, but it was so long. I was like, I just need to play this. It's so good. I love Deadpool. That's a great movie, and that scene. A bomb? <laughs> no dick for brains. Oh, God. What a great movie. If you haven't seen Deadpool, go watch Deadpool. I, th- I think that's from number two also. Oh. I think that's Deadpool 2, I think. I thought she... That's what it came Spoiler up Spoiler alert, but I thought she died. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought that's why Deadpool 2 was so sad, was because she died at the end of this one. This might be a flashback. Maybe it's a flashback. Oh, that makes sense. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Sorry. <clears throat> couple things I wanted to mention before I started telling my story. Um, IUDs are 99% effective because they can't say that things are 100% effective because, you know, there's error in things. But they would if they could? It's pretty fucking effective. It's like 99% effective. And vasectomies are 99.9% effective. Like they say, they throw that dot nine nine up there. Um, They're more effective than the birth control pill because of human error, right? If you take a birth control pill, if you forget to take one, or if you take it even outside of like a few hours of when you normally take it, can actually fuck with. So they say if you take the birth control pill, nine out of every hundred women are going to get pregnant, but one out of every hundred women will get pregnant on an IUD. So couple side effects uh, that are common with IUDs include cramps, nausea, bloating, backache, vaginal just discharge, and irregular bleeding patterns. And that's because it can actually stop your period, but then sometimes you may have spotting. Um, that just sounds like having a period. It, it does, right? <laughs> um, uh, a couple of people, uh, a few people face risk of pelvic infection after getting an IUD inserted, but that is extremely rare. Um, actually, one of my sisters had an IUD and she couldn't handle, there was so much pain um, that she got it taken out almost immediately. Uh, she can't stand them. But my other sister, Cecily, came on and talked about getting her IUD put in and she also got tubal ligation. So not only did she get a tubal ligation so she can't get pregnant she got an iud so she can't have a period she did both it sounds like a surfing trick what tubal what is it tubal tubal ligation he's, bro. he's doing switch tubal elation on that on that sweet ride bro that's the sweet sweet he's gonna ride. be a high score on that one bro it's a high score uh iud can cost nothing or as much as one thousand dollars depending on your insurance coverage um, anyone who gets an or if it's IUD plated in gold, right? anyone who gets an IUD, it's actually some of them have copper. Some of them are copper because sperm are afraid of copper. I don't know if you knew that, but there, hmm. um, there are some individuals who get the copper IUDs, which are non-hormonal, but still prevent pregnancy up to 99%. And some that get hormonal IUDs like myself, I got the Mirena. 
People over the age of 35 may benefit more from IUDs because of the risk of blood clots associated with the birth control pill. Um, And people who take birth control, any sort of birth control, should not smoke because of an increased risk of vascular disease. Um, People who have irregular uterine cavities and people with uterine fibroids may not want to get IUDs. People should avoid using an IUD if they currently have pelvic inflammatory disease, any sort of genital tract infections, or acute liver disease. So having said that and given the uh, basic information about IUDs, I wanted to tell you my story. Can I have some music, please? What kind? <laughs> um, uplifting. I mean, do you want like the always sunny? Yeah, again? always. It's, it's always, always, always sunny. They give us. Always, always sunny. Captain's Tale. Oh, I like that. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. So I made this appointment. I have Kaiser insurance, by the way, which is magic insurance. I call it the Cadillac of insurance. Um, basically, you can get anything done at any office in Kaiser. And they are very nice and they are very kind over the phone. And again, I have I made this appointment three separate times. And every time I canceled... They were very nice to me, and they kept rebooking my appointment for me, and no one ever got mad at me. Question? Do you know where Kaiser Permanente came from? No. So, World War II, they... I'm sorry, what? Yeah, they made stuff, like... Bandages? I don't know if it was the Kaiser tank, but they were involved in World War II making stuff, and they had such a huge workforce that they had to create their own healthcare system and then world war ii ended and they're like oh i guess we'll just get into this wow so that's they went from world war ii making bombs and i don't i don't remember exactly what they're making but kaiser kaiser sounds kaiser Um, role but yeah kaiser does uh, sound german they were so big and the war ended they're like all right well i guess we'll just get into healthcare I love Kaiser. I'm go. sorry. Like, I, I'll plug that shit all day. They are all about prevention. When I told them that my... Hey, man. Thrive. Thrive. Thrive, thrive bro. Thrive, bro. When I told them that um, uh, someone in my family had cancer, they ran a full panel of blood work on me to see if I had the gene that caused cancer. And while they were at it, they went ahead and ran it for breast cancer. And even though I'm only 40, they gave me a preventative mammogram, even though you're not supposed to get until you're like 50. And I, I did a, a, a live video about my mammogram experience at Kaiser. And again, it wasn't that bad. Um, Kaiser's real nice. Like they are all very friendly. So the issue was I had canceled. Unofficial sponsor. Unofficial fucking sponsor. We, ha- we haven't said anything. Kaiser. We're not going to mention these seltzers, even though no. the camera can see them. Well, whatever. But again, official sponsor, mm. Four Sons Brewery. Went there yesterday. Beach. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Hi, Four Sons. I was at uh, Bell Tower the other day seeing a movie, and I was that close to getting chicken. What? Why didn't you? I had chicken the night before. Like, the Why didn't before. you just get a beer? I thought about that, too. I had something to do. I was like no. that close. What movie did you see? I went and saw... Uh, Doctor Strange? Uh, yeah. Was it good? By myself. I might go see it by myself. It's pretty great. It's pretty Before crazy. Before Thor comes out, Get I think I might, high. I might go see I heard but it's like a horror movie. It is... it is. You're right. It is... Thank you for saying that. It is one of the darkest that's what Marvel Bunk, movies said. That's what Bunky fucking s- said, was that it was so dark. But please, 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 everyone, while the song ends, go see Top Gun in a Oh my God. Please. It's... So good. It deserves. It deserves that dog fight. That, what they fucking did. That I fight can't at even the end comprehend. is so good on screen. I might go see it again. Do you want to go see it again? Someone was. Um, I think. I mean, we can I go right Nana the fuck was, now. Or no, Linda hasn't seen it yet. Because <gasps> she was talking about going seeing. Uh, what's another big one coming out right now? Uh, oh, Jurassic Park. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, we're gonna go see Jurassic Park. I was like, Top Gun. Hold, hold your fucking horses. I, Jurassic Park. We can watch on Nana's TV. That's it's, that's yeah. It's fine. it's fine. We don't need to see it. I'm fine. Top Gun. Top Gun. Okay, yeah, so, so. That was my little so-so scrutiny segment. Of what's <laughs> you getting, you, are you missing it? Um, so I do. I am. I finally called back to make my appointment, and they were like, look, this was in May. I called. I wanted to get it done before I went to Yosemite. I started to have spotty um, bleeding, which happens when your IUD is about to run out. Good I was music. at the end. I'm trying to get it done. I was at the end Fun. of my IUD. And so I needed to get it done by this October because then it would be expired. And so I started having spotting in between like, or spotting, which sucks when you're a girl because you never know when it's going to happen. And I would just go to the bathroom and there's blood in my underwear. And I'm like, fuck me. This is so fucking irritating. I threw away like three pairs of underwear in the last three months. It sounds like the worst. It's awful. 
Yeah. It's real bad. So I, I don't want to just oh. wear a tampon all the time or a pad all the time. So you just never know when the spotting's going to happen. So I'm like, I need to get this shit taken care of. So I call Kaiser and I'm like, hey, I, I want an appointment and I want the soonest one you have. And the woman on the phone, very clickety clackety with her keyboard. She's so sweet. And she's like, well, here's the, here's the deal. The next available spot I have is June 10th. And this was back in May. So it was a month out. And I was like, okay, that's fine. She goes, but you have to drive to San Juan Capistrano. And I was like, ah, okay, fine. But I wanted it on a Friday so that I could have the weekend to recover because I'm still experiencing cramps nice drive. right now. Well, Kevin drove me. because It's still just, a nice drive. It's a nice drive. Yeah. And we took the toll road. Um, and she's like, also, it's with a man. The doctor is a man. And I, in my every gynecologist I've ever had as a female. And I do this bit when I do my STD talk about how I only like female gynecologists because if you're going to stick your fingers in me, you're going to buy me dinner if you're a guy. So I, I've i never had a man gynecologist. But she said, look, if you want to get this done soon, it's got to be this guy in can San Juan Capistrano. I, can I just side note real quick? Sure. Because it's kind of the same kind of question. Kind of goes on the same kind of road. When you're getting a massage. Do, I always ask for a girl. See? Yeah. I just do. But is that, is that kind of in the same lane? Sort as, of. Like, I yeah. don't want a guy touching me. I'll get turned on. Like, Still, yeah. God. Now, second question, though. What if the dude gyno is gay? Like, hey, girl. I guess, I let's guess put I this just, IUD out. I like, guess I just, in my naivety, was thinking that she has a vagina, so she knows more right. about no, vaginas. I get, I get that. But I was thinking, but, hey, dude. And also, like... I really appreciate going to women doctors. I just no, think I, I like to support the team. You know what I mean? But she said, it's a dude and it's in San Juan Capistrano. But if you want this done now, that's what you've got. And I said, okay, I'll take it. Because the other, I would have had to wait till August to go to go anywhere close by and to go to a female. And I was like, no, 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 I need this done now. I don't want a spot during the summer. I don't want to bleed in my bathing suit. I don't want to bleed in Yosemite. So I go. I didn't cancel the appointment. Kevin agreed to actually I told Kevin I was driving myself and he was like why would you do that I would I will take half of a day off and drive you to the doctor I and I was too. I know I don't know what I was thinking but I was like thanks babe and he's like oh, yeah duh he's like I'll go in there and hold your hand too because I know you don't like pain and I was like thanks baby that's really sweet and so oh man so we get there Kaiser god I love him I check in downstairs I go up the stairs to the gynecologist and as I'm walking up the stairs they open the door and say my name and I was like hello <laughs> It's fast. And I was like, I really have to pee. And she's like, cool, here's a cup. Go pee. Um, come back. We'll get your blood pressure. Um, and I was just shaking. My blood pressure was 130 Hold over on. 80. They, were, they, were, they already wanted a cup of your pee? Yeah. Why? That's what happens at a gynecology appointment. Okay. You they give them wanted, a cup of, of your pee and then they, they test it for STDs. The freaks like that? And pee. Yeah, they okay. love pee. Yeah, they gotcha. play in it while you're getting your... Germans. Yeah. yeah. yeah, they're Germans. Germans. Kaiser. Uh, Kaiser. Uh, so they test for STDs and pregnancy in your urine. Um, and then they do a swab of your cervix to see if there's any abnormal cells. I just got my results back, by the way. I'm negative for everything. <laughs> Even intelligence? All right. No. Oh. STDs. Oh, okay. God. And pregnancy. <laughs> All right. Thank God. That's, that's good. Uh, so I'm I'm nervous. My blood pressure is a little elevated. It's 130 over 80, which is normally my blood pressure is about 117 over like 60. Normal blood blood pressure is 140 over 80, but I don't normally have high blood pressure. But I was scared. I was shaking. I was nervous. I had eaten an edible. <laughs> because I was like, <laughs> I just don't want to feel any anxiety. I had anxiety all day. I was nauseous. I didn't yeah. eat lunch. The brownie kind of probably helped with that. Yeah, a little bit. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't, no. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. And so I get in there. And then you may have taken a shot before They you go. <laughs> tell me what they tell everyone, which is get naked, put on this gown, open in the front, not in the back. You have to have it open in the front so the doctor can do a breast exam and get on the table. So I took a couple pictures and then got naked and Kevin was in the room and I'm like, I'm getting undressed in front of you. And I'm kind of, I feel sort of awkward because we're not going to have sex. And he was laughing. He's like, do you really have to take everything off? I'm like, yeah, dude, I do. So I put the little thing on and I tie it at the top because I'm modest. I don't know. And the doctor walks in with a nurse because they always bring a nurse just so there's no funny business and so no one can do anything weird. Does that go with the girls too? Yeah. Okay. There's always a nurse. Okay. Yep. Um, and 
you have to scoot to the edge of the table and he's talking to me the whole time. Well, the first thing he did was my breast exam. So he's, he opened the tie that I had just closed and he starts palpitating my boob. Probably slowly. It, it was not slow. He actually was confused at first and then he realized I tied it. And I, he was like, why'd you bring your husband? And I was like, well, because I'm, I'm worried about the pain and I wanted him to hold my hand. And he's like, oh, okay. And so he's feeling my boob and Kevin's talking to him about Yosemite while this man is like grabbing my boob. It was really awkward. And I'm just laying there like, do I put my hands above my head or like next to me or where, where do they go? And then he's like, okay, scoot to the edge of the table and your ass has to get like all the way to the edge. And then he pulls out these arms on the edge of the bed that are shaped like stirrups, like on a horse saddle. And you put both your feet in these stirrups and then you have to let your legs fall open. And he's gets this, this device that is called a speculum and it's shaped like a duck. It's literally shaped like this. And no, he, I know what it is. He puts it in. Weird porno guys like it. Ew. Yeah. He puts it in and opens it, cranks it open, and then that he can take samples from the inside of your cervix with Q-tips. This guy was so fast. He put the speculum in and pulled my IUD out. I didn't even, he was like, okay, the IUD is out. I was like, what? Are you serious? He's like, yeah, wow, I love hearing that. And I'm like, that was so fast. I didn't even feel a thing. He was like, yeah, that part's not hard. Now we're going to put the IUD in. He's like, take a deep breath for me. So I took a deep breath. <laughs> they stick this straw like thing into your vaginal opening and then the IUD is inside of it and they push it up into your cervix and then pull the straw out and what that does is it opens up the little prongs so that the prongs stay in your uterus it's and like a tampon kind of like a tampon it just yeah. goes way farther and kind of like an uh, olive grabber. Yes, exactly taking, like uh, a fucking olive grabber. When you make mar- martinis. Dude, that is exactly what it's like. Bravo. Well, Robert yeah. Maine. Bob Maine, my grandpa. Mm. I mean, he's the OG. He is the OG blood. Well, he didn't make the first martini, but he's a, yeah. <laughs> he's an OG martini. That's maker. How I remember. Yeah. I remember playing with those. Yeah. Fun play it, they are fun to okay, play with. Okay, so now I get that. Okay. okay. But it's no pain meds, nothing. And I, it, I almost vomited from the pain because uh, I can't even, it hurts. I think I, I out loud said, holy fuck. And I grabbed onto the side of the bed and I grabbed Kevin's hand and squeezed it so fucking hard. And it was over in five seconds. He was fast. He put it in and I was like, can you just make them shorter? Because TMI, Kevin says he can feel the strings when we have sex sometimes. And he's like, it does. it's not like it hurts. But then, of course, while we're in there, Kevin's, while the doctor has his hands in my vagina, Kevin's like, what are those strings made of, by the way? And the doctor's like, fishing line, oddly enough. And I was like, guys, can we focus? Fucking focus, please. This is killing me. And he clipped. I was like, can you just make him shorter? And he's like, sure. And so he cl- clipped him a little bit shorter. And uh, and then he reached out his hand and was like, may I help you up? And helped me sit up. I have never had a doctor, let alone a gynecologist, help me sit up after my legs have been spread in front of them. I was floored. So nice, this man. I will probably go back to him again because I don't and have... maybe on a date? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, maybe he can take me to dinner. Okay. No, he was a very nice man. And then he, I had my little blanket over my lap when I was done. And he's like, all right, you're going to experience some cramping, which I'm experiencing right now, by the way. I have a cramp on the right side. It's fucking killing me. Like, I have been cramping since I got it done. But I'm not bleeding as much. And I think that is because he was very, very deft at what he was doing and very swift. I appreciate him. Dr. Campbell is his name. Shout out to Dr. Campbell. And he sat there and talked to us for like 10 minutes afterwards and like... drew a little drawing of what the IUD looks like and where it went and why the strings you can sometimes feel them and why you can't and he was the nicest man that I have ever had as a doctor and I've had some male doctors that were fucking douchebags and assholes very condescending this guy was so fucking nice I may go back to him 45 okay maybe maybe so He's like, you're going to experience some bleeding. Please don't use a tampon because it's very sensitive up there. Use a pad, which is like a diaper. Um, they gave me like alcohol wipes. Wings. wipes. I know. They gave me wipes to use to clean up afterwards. And I stood up to get dressed after they left. And there was a giant 
blood stain on the bed where I was just laying. And I was like, oh. And Kevin looked at it and went, oh, my God. <laughs> he doesn't do well with blood at all. He oh, actually, one of those guys, huh? He okay. actually has vasodilating, like, uh, he gets. faint and stuff? Yeah. He can't, he pa- he'll pass out. Like, and it's not even against his, it's like against his will. Like, he can't, he can't do anything about it. And so the blood was there and he was like, oh. And I'm like, yeah, it hurts. And so then I had to wear a pad for a whole day. Um, But we got home and Kevin made me a a whiskey neat with a lovely ice cube. Um, And I had a heating pad. And now I I literally only bled for that day. And I have not bled since. But I still am having cramps a little bit. But 10 out of 10 would do it again. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Because one, it was honest to God, 10, 10 seconds of pain and residual cramps, which we have anyways, but I'm not going to have a period for seven years. Woo! And I'm also not going to get pregnant for seven years. Even double woo-woo. And this is going to outlast anyone else who might enter the White House that wants to take away my rights against my own body triple triple been four right there i don't know it is not fun to go but it's never fun to go to the gynecologist like it's just not like they have to scrape your cervix like it's not a fun experience and no i don't want my boobs squeezed <laughs> by a man when my husband is sitting right next to me and then they have to palpitate he might be into it he might be then they have to palpitate your uterus so he had to stick two fingers inside of me and like feel around my uterus. He's like, your uterus feels very nice. I was like, thank you. I think <laughs> he's like, yeah, everything seems to be in working order. And, and then I got my results back and I have nothing wrong with me and I'm not pregnant and I have an IUD and these cramps will go away by tomorrow and I'll be period free. Sweet. Thumbs up all around. Great experience for everybody involved. Got Kevin it. had a great experience. You on Yelp? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I might, I might fucking call Kaiser and tell them how appreciative I am of this guy. Cool. Because, I mean, how often do doctors get compliments? True. Right? Yeah. I'm sure that that's something that they'd like to know. I like the fishing line aspect of it. Yeah. Because that reminds me of a a veterinarian that's uh, close friends or close Mm -hmm. family friends Mm -hmm. of mine. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dr. Bill Grant. Mm -hmm. Shout out to them in Garden Grove. Dr. Grant. We love you. They're awesome. He, on multiple of my pets... Um, and it's his thing when they replace the like the ACL or the you know yeah. the knee stuff. Yeah, they do have a medical grade type of thing. But he's a big fisherman, and he actually bought my grandpa's old boat, the Bounding Maine. So he's like a fisherman, and he's like, wait, it's like the same as like high tension like fishing line for like yeah. marlins. Yeah, and it's like a thousand times cheaper. Yeah. So he started doing that as an experiment. And now I want, I mean, I don't think he's probably the cause of this, but I right. wonder, it's interesting that the medical community is like, oh, fishing line. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Let's no, use, let's for put real. Because it it's like just plastic. I know. Or, yeah. It's pretty great. I know. It's amazing. I'm, I am a huge fan of IUDs. I'm a huge fan of Dr. Campbell. Um, huge fan of Kaiser. Uh, I really feel grateful that I have insurance and I'm sure that um, not a lot of people are that fortunate. So um, I just wanted to share my experience because I also, oh, hello. Hi, how is everybody? Hi. I am going to do a uh, Rover uh, retreat planning meeting. Um, and I wanted to, uh, just shout out to my ladies, shout out to my ladies. Um, also wanted to shout out to anyone who needs, uh, an idea of the kind of birth control that they want to use, whether it be the pill, the patch, the ring, the shot, whether it be the pullout method, whether it be, um, condoms, spermicide, diaphragm, whatever the case may be, please make sure that you are taking precautions in your everyday life um, so that you can have sex safely. Um, this episode isn't necessarily about STIs, but always make sure that you are protecting yourself against STIs as well. But when it comes to pregnancy, your body is your own and you should be able to make the choice if you want to be a mom or not. I don't want to be a mom, so that's why I get long-term birth control like the IUD. Um, it is removable at any time. 
Um, and it doesn't affect your uterine lining. Um, it also is closer to the source, so you don't have to take an oral medication. So the, the hormones, in my opinion, are better. The only side effects I have are, like I said, spotting and the occasional ovarian cyst that ruptures. But I think that's from Yaz, from the oral birth control pill, which has a giant fucking lawsuit. Better cyst than a kid. <laughs> They're gross, man. That's They're grosser gross. than cysts. I know. They really are. Um, also... I understand that I am very fortunate because I have um, insurance and my insurance covers things like like IUDs and birth control, um, but I really want to make sure that everyone is uh, doing what they can um, to protect themselves against uh, STIs and also getting pregnant. Uh, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Hope you enjoyed. I hope you all have a great fucking weekend. Uh, stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy. What's Your Position podcast represents the opinions of Ashley Weller and her guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice and is intended for education and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of error. Stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy.